Welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. I am your host, Darren Sargent. This is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. So glad you've joined us in episode number 34. Today, this episode is simply called Word Worlds. Glad you joined us. Let's get started in the Darren Sargent Show. Now, from everything that has been told to me, I was quite a character growing up, apparently. I, I, was, um, I was a ham, so to speak. My mom and dad would tell me stories of things that I would do just to get the attention of people, get them laughing. Uh, I specifically liked getting people behind me laughing in church, apparently. And for that, I was often taken outside and told in a very convincing manner that that probably wasn't the best thing to do in the middle of church. But in spite of all that, I remember very succinctly my mom singing me a song when I was a kid. And it was simply a song that was performed by a guy named Joe Jones. He cut this single in 1960. He was from New Orleans, and he sang a song called You Talk Too Much. I looked it up because I thought, well, maybe she just made this up. But no, it was an actual song. And here are some of the words to this song, You Talk Too Much. You Talk Too Much. You worry me to death. You talk too much. You even worry my pet. You just talk, talk too much. You talk about people that you don't know. You talk about people wherever you go. You just talk, talk too much. Now, I know that it was all in jest and quite humorous now that I think back at it, but my mom would tell me that I just like to talk. Well, maybe that's why I have a podcast. I like to talk. Words are very valuable in our lives, but they can also be very detrimental. When we think of words, when we talk about things that we speak, we have to understand that the question is not, are my words a force, but rather what kind of force do my words create? What happens when you open your mouth and speak? Now, the Bible tells us very clearly in Proverbs 18, 21, I'm going to read it from two different places here. The King James says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The message paraphrase says this, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Now, if we look back over history, it verifies the power of our words. Words really set in motion and create what we look back on now and refer to as history. The words of people like Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King Jr., it literally awakened our nation's conscience and pointed us toward the goal of justice and equality. Winston Churchill even gave a nation that was discouraged in World War II a word picture of courage that inspired them to never give up. 
Patrick Henry's words, which are famous, give me liberty or give me death, made a connection uh, w- with his countrymen. And it, it set in motion this victorious banner, this fight for freedom. I, I wonder sometimes how different would our history be if those timely, those well-communicated words would not have ever come out of someone's mouth if they had not ever been spoken? What if these words of inspiration and faith that are now a part of our history books were replaced with words of discouragement and fear? What battles would not have been won? How different would even our lives be today? I want to really dig in a little deep today because I think we sometimes are too flippant with our words. You cannot underestimate the power of your words. A lot of people don't realize that mere words create a response from the world around them. The title of this podcast, Word Worlds, literally comes from a statement that I have said often and lived by. And it's simply this, words create worlds. Now, by choosing our words very wisely, we have the power to navigate our way past potential crisis, unnecessary hardship, damaging relationships, things that maybe uh, we would have got ourselves into had we not been wise with our words. But when you choose right words, you can make it through a day that is filled with potential problems and bombs without getting hurt. I believe that our words affect our spirit. Why do you say that? Well, I have to look at scripture. Psalm 34, 12 tells us, whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil. That basically tells me by changing my vocabulary, the words that I consistently use on a daily basis, I can change my spirit, which will in turn, change my life experience. Our own spirit responds to the nature, the tone, and the message of the things that come out of our mouth, the words that we speak. Now, I can't control what other people say about me or about my family, but I can control what I say about myself and those in my life. I can't control what people in this season are saying about choices that maybe others are making or even myself are making. Your own voice is the one you hear the most. Now, if you start answering yourself, you got a problem. Your voice can change the way you feel. This can mean the difference between fight or flight in times of adversity. It can mean the difference between feeling strong or feeling weak. That is why the Bible says things like, let the weak say, Let the weak say, let the weak say, I am strong. In other words, use your words to change your feelings of weakness into feelings of strength. Now, I've mentioned this before, but I think it needs to be said in this podcast as well. I never have defined myself as a disabled or handicapped individual. Now, I know that's the technical term. In today's society, being born with one hand, I am considered by some to be disabled or uh, handicapped. Now, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't speak that. I don't say that. I look at it as a gift. 
it changes my feelings about my weakness and turns them into feelings of strength. It's a gift that's been given to me by my creator. By changing words that create discouragement to words that create in encouragement, we, we, uh, we change what was going to be an experience of defeat into an experience of victory. Now, if you know me, I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan. Sorry, I know. I live in California, and I like the Cowboys. I've liked the Cowboys since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. I don't even know how high that is, but that must be pretty high. I have liked the Cowboys, me and my brothers all. We grew up in Idaho. We didn't have a professional team. And back in the day, it was Roger Staubach. Uh, it was Danny White. It was, it was, you know, all these different ones. Later, Troy Aikman and, and Emmett Smith and Michael Irving. And I could go on and on and on. But Roger Staubach, uh, of course, a Hall of Fame quarterback, was once asked how he felt when he had blown a pass. He said, I can hardly wait to get my hands on the ball again. That internal dialogue is the reason he was a great quarterback. When a lot of people would be telling themselves, man, you've blown it, champions like Staubach are telling themselves, you know what, next time things are going to be different. If you and I are not careful, we can lock ourselves and we can lock others into verbal prisons. We have to use our words as a positive force in our lives. You, you look throughout the Proverbs, which is something that you should be reading every day, in my opinion. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. Read one every day of the, of, the, of the month. The Proverbs speak of words as having tremendous potential and influence, not only in the lives of others, but in our everyday lives. Proverbs 16, 24 says, pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, healing to the bones. I'll, I'll put these in the show notes so you can go and, and copy and paste them if you want to and keep them in front of you. Another one in Proverbs 11, 11 says, Through the blessings of the upright, a city is exalted. From the fruit of his lips, a man enjoys good things. The tongue of the wise brings healing. The tongue has the power of life and death. We've already mentioned that. So what I would tell you today, I'm going to give you just a few things that I think are important, and I probably should go into detail on each of these, and I may on some of these, but we'll, we'll just kind of break them down maybe a little later. But let me just introduce Six things that you can do to use your words as a positive instead of a negative force. Number one, speak to build others up. Paul told the church in Ephesus, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Another thing is speak without complaining or arguing. We see this in Philippians chapter 2. And then the third one, <laughs> my mom knew this a long time ago, don't talk too much. Ecclesiastes 6.11 says, the more the words, the less the meaning, and how does that profit anyone? You know, excessive talking wearies other people. You ever get somebody that just talks all the time? Yeah, I know you're thinking of somebody right now. I know you are. Here's another one. Excessive talking will distract you from your responsibilities. We're still under this don't talk too much. Excessive talking will distract you from your responsibilities. Excessive talking can cheapen your words. Remember, the price goes up when there is a shortage, folks. People who talk a lot have less chance of being listened to than those who speak sparingly. Excessive talking will lead to sin. The fourth thing is speak without gossiping. 
it has been said that there is so much bad in the best of us and so much that is good in the worst of us that it doesn't behoove any of us to talk about the rest of us. That's a good statement right there. Number five, speak without criticizing others. Luke 6.37 in the message paraphrase says, don't pick on people, jump on their failures, criticize their faults, unless, of course, you want the same treatment. It's not the critic who counts, not the person who points out where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the person who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the devotions, and spends himself or herself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and at worst at least fails while daring greatly, so that his or her place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory or deceit or defeat. Excuse me. Keep your words from criticizing others. And finally, speak at the highest level of your faith. 2 Corinthians 4.13 tells us, It is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. With that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. All of us have thoughts of defeat. We have those discouraging moments that enter into our minds that crowd our thoughts and our thinking, doubt and fears that gain gain access more than most of us would like to admit. But that same mind, that same thought process can cause someone to think, you know what? I can turn this around. I can change it. Paul tells me that I can change things by what I believe is what I will then speak. You've got to understand that your words are a force and you can either have a positive or a negative impact on how you choose them coming out of your mouth. The words that you speak can change your feelings of weakness, confusion, and uncertainty into feelings of strength, peace, even hope. Don't allow your words to create a box that keeps you imprisoned. When you speak negative, when you think negative, it limits who you are and it limits your thoughts about yourself. Speak positive words today because that's what feeds your faith. That's what starves your fears. Instead of speaking negative about everything going on in the world right now, come on, speak positive things. With God, all things are possible. I can overcome because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know, when I'm facing difficult times, even in this pandemic that we are currently in, there's been a lot of times that I've had to rise up in the face of fear and speak against it by saying, my God is able, my God is more than enough, my God can overcome because he has put it in me and told me that I am more than a conqueror. So today, choose your words wisely because your words create worlds. What world are you living in? 
Check us out at thedarrensargentshow.com for more information to get the show notes for this episode. May God richly bless you. Have an awesome day.